Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Work Insanity, a show about keeping your sanity while you work from home. I'm Tom Merritt. I've been working from home for 10 years, running my own podcast business and writing novels. And I'm Patrick Beja. I've been working from home for over 10 years, doing production and podcasts and more. And today we're going to address more of your excellent questions and thoughts. Thanks for keeping those coming to us. Indeed. Uh, keep that coming. We are at contact at workinsanity.net and you can send questions on working from home or thoughts at that address. Keep them coming. Uh, John Mink. Mink writes, uh, Tom and Patrick. On the now no longer latest episode of Work Insanity, I like the awareness of, of the temporal discontinuousness of this. It was the latest when he wrote it, uh, and obviously we have had three episodes in between. But he says, uh, Tom said he will ask someone to email him something if he wants to hold on to it. Uh, so, yeah, I was I was talking about the idea that if somebody asked me to do something, say, in Slack or text message, I'll say, hey, can you email me that? Sometimes uh, Mink says, how do you weigh the decision to ask someone to do more work to make your life easier? I mean, if it's a friend who's technical like Sarah Lane or Scott Johnson, I'm sure everyone would be totally fine with that. But what if it's a business associate or a client or consultant, especially if they're less tech savvy or a parent or family member or a neighbor who's less technical? Then I feel like it's a bigger ask to say, can you send me this in a less natural way for you to make it easier for me? Also, are we going to need some sort of web platform which has the sole purpose of saying, this is how I prefer to be contacted? <laughs> oh, man, I have a lot to say on that last bit. But let's let's talk about the whole thing. I think um, there is a question of not balance of power, but position of power. Uh, mm -hmm. If you are the person who is uh, in the higher, if you have the high ground, then I think it's obviously okay to ask. If you're ask. the Obi-Wan of the situation. Yes, exactly. Um, if you're not, I completely understand that it might be a little bit more difficult. Uh, if someone is coming to you with an ask, then maybe you can gently ask them to, you know, uh, uh, send by email or your preferred contact method. But if you're not comfortable with doing that, I could, you know, don't <laughs> because it makes you annoying. And in work, especially when you work from home, you might be a uh, freelance or doing things independently. A big part of your job is to be the least annoying possible and the most helpful possible. So don't. Uh, what I sometimes do is that I do it myself. Well, most of the time, people come to me asking for stuff. So I'm like, please send me a, me an email. I don't have time for your petty <laughs> request. <laughs> yeah, he says that to um, me all the time, folks. <laughs> but um, sometimes I will actually copy the text 
from uh-huh. the request, whatever it is, and send it to myself as an email, not on Gmail because it won't, you know, display it if you send it to your same email address, but from a different email address, <laughs> um, just so that it shows up in my work email and that I can keep track of it like that. So if you have to do it yourself, I think it's, you know, something that you should definitely consider because not being annoying is also a big part of, especially when you don't have verbal communication, um, people are busy. So you do have to weigh who you're going to make busier, the person you're talking to or yourself. And if the person you're talking to is, quote unquote, more important on this specific issue, then maybe consider not. Annoying them. I I think Mink even even pointed out the line in the question, which is, "Hey, if if it's a friend or if it's someone who works for you, uh, then yeah, you you they won't mind uh, doing it, or they kind of have to do it because you're the boss, right? Uh, If it's uh, a client or a consultant or a neighbor, someone you're wanting to help, you you don't want to make their life harder because either you're trying to win their business or they're a neighbor and you're just trying to help them out, then then yeah, then you take on the burden of figuring that out yourself. It's 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 all a matter of judgment. Uh but it's it's a matter of of whether it's fair to put that extra work, as Mink called it, on onto them or not, right? Yeah, I really like the idea that is it fair or not? Mm -hmm. When someone comes to me and asking for something, uh, you know, that requires my expertise and I'm being, you know, I'm using some of my time um, for free to help them out. I'm thinking about this because I often get people contacting me on on Facebook, for example, Mm -hmm. or Twitter asking for stuff like, well, okay, uh, I can do it, but, you know, please make it easier for me. But if it's someone that's going to give you money and pay you to do something, then probably, yeah, it, it would be more fair that you take on that that burden. Um, I, I don't know that only your friends can be there. There is a line, as there always is, but there is a point where you can still ask for that, even from someone who isn't your friend or who oh, isn't sure. yeah. technically savvy. Um Especially if we're talking about email, because (laughs) maybe younger generations don't like to use email, but everyone knows how to use an email. And there's also value in asking them if it's something that, you know, they're coming to you for in asking them to make a little bit of an extra effort to get that request to you, because if it's not something super important, then maybe it's a way to weed out the things that don't really matter. You know, mm-hmm. if, if, if anyone can ask you for anything from anywhere, it can become a little bit overwhelming and maybe people are going to ask stuff that they don't really need or, you know, that's a little bit of an extra filter if they have to do take an extra step. And everyone knows email. If it's email that's your thing, then everyone knows it. They don't have an excuse of not being tech savvy to, you know, I really don't think... There are a lot of people who are so not tech savvy that they don't know how to send an email. I'll be honest. I would not ask my mom to send me an email. She doesn't have email. Oh, really? Yeah. She only has a phone. She has no internet connection other than her phone. Uh, and so with her, I'd be like, yep, text message. That's that's how we communicate. That's just how it works with, with us. But that's so rare. I, I think you're, you know, you're 99% right. Uh, most people 
can can send an email. But I think this points to that last almost throwaway question from Mink, which is, are we going to need a platform to tell us the preferred <laughs> contacted way? That is something I have been complaining about for a few years now is I can't remember where I saw something from someone because we have Slack and yes. WhatsApp and Facebook and Twitter DM and <laughs> the list goes on. Like, did you email that to me? And then then that that's where did I see it? There's also how do I send this so the person pays attention? Because I've got a friend who only responds to DMs on Twitter. I've got a friend who only responds to text <laughs> messages. I've got a you know, and and it's uh, I, I feel like there's a uh, there's a world ripe for a solution uh, that does sort of what if you remember uh, Trillion, the old IM client that would pull all your mm-hmm. different IM services into one interface. There's there's something out there to to be able to do that for us somehow. I think. Absolutely. Yeah, that is, uh, if we start talking about tech and disruption, there's absolutely a need for that. I don't know how it would work. If I did, I would <laughs> put it into yes, practice would, and become rich. We, we would be doing that uh, instead of this show, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, obviously, no one knows how to do this yet. And that's why it would be really cool if someone figured it out, because it would be something original and interesting. But yes, there is a need for that. Not just this is how I prefer to be contacted, but how to pull in all of the information and centralize it. But that's, you know, that comes and goes, right? There's centralization and mm-hmm. then decentralization yeah, and then yeah. it comes back. So yeah. Contact at workinsanity.net if you have the solution. <laughs> <laughs> Please let us know. Uh, another email from uh, Dan Kolbeck. Gents, in light of the of all the recommendations, I thought I'd throw you one for a microphone. I'm a student at the Naval War College at Newport. Uh, what's R.I.? Rhode Island. Rhode Island. All right. Well, see, that's one that non-American Americans don't really know. Uh, and we've been doing remote learning since last March. For me, I'm using a Shure MV5. The sound quality is solid, but the biggest reason I chose it was because I'm not limited to a particular device when using it. Specifically, it comes with both a micro USB and USB uh, to USB A cable, as well as a micro USB to lightning cable. For a hundred bucks, I like the flexibility. The microphone affords me depending on what application need i have at the moment anyway love the podcast and please keep up the great work p.s i am obliged to add that the views i share are (laughs) are my own and are in no way endorsed by the naval war college cheers very respectfully so the naval war college does not endorse the shore mv5 (laughs) microphone that is uh dan's Dan's opinion uh, opinion alone uh this is great the shore mv5 is a great mic too and uh and and you could do this with other usb mics but you'd have to buy all those adapters right uh so so the fact that it comes with a lot of that is really convenient uh and you know i know we have had no end of of microphone picks from people because with more people working from home that is that and cameras are are the things that everybody's scrambling to figure out how to improve yeah it is definitely uh, uh the the thing that you need and that you uh, cameras are less important you know one of the trite things about uh, video is that the most important thing about video is audio and that is absolutely true i mean obviously ideally you have both that are that are great but uh yeah sure is a great brand uh i don't think you can go wrong with a sure mic um 
I am currently using the Rode NT-USB Mini, uh, which is also in that price range. Uh, it doesn't come with a lightning cable, though. A USB, uh, it's USB-C on this one, but it doesn't come with the lightning cable, uh, which it's true. That is a very uh, yeah, nice. nice thing to, do, to, to, to have. But um, I really like the Rode as well. Now, the other thing, along with mics and cameras, is furniture. And we got another furniture recommendation from Big Jim. Uh, he says, check out Plan Station Portable Standing Workstation. Uh, you can find it in Google. If you don't have a desk in your apartment or even space for a desk, this might be a good alternative. Uh, and it's essentially like a big canvas fold-out desk uh, that you can either, you know, hang on the wall with a couple of hooks or sit in the back of your truck uh, if you're if you're out in the field instead of working from home. Uh, it's, it's not the ideal situation. I would, when I'm looking at this, I'd much prefer a desk if I could have one. But if you don't have the option for an actual desk, uh, this is a great solution. Uh, I, we were talking about this before the show, and uh, one thing you mentioned, which big jim is also uh, uh mentioning is this is foldable so maybe it's a great solution if you need to move your desk around depending on who's home and uh maybe you do have a desk but sometimes you're working when someone is in your room or in the uh living room uh because your kids are back home and you can move this around and uh install it somewhere else I do have I mean you'll see the the pictures. I wonder how how much weight you can put on it. I'm guessing you can't like put both elbows and lean on your desk. Yeah. Um, when it's hanging like this. I it, but, it, again, not an ideal situation. You're going to have yeah. to tread a little lightly or you pull that thing off the hooks if you're not careful uh <laughs> or or out of the truck bed if it's not even on on something. But if you it if you don't have any space at all, this this is certainly better than nothing. Mhm. Mm it's called a Plan Station Portable Standing Workstation. So that's a mouthful, but uh, it's pretty cool. That's it for Work Insanity. Uh, and in fact, this is the uh, the end of season two. We did two seasons, thanks to you folks. Thanks Incredible. for all your support out there. Uh, so we will be taking a hiatus, but we will be back. Uh, and we hope we helped you bring a little sanity to your work life from home. And uh, just in case, you know, you can still send us questions oh, at uh, contact at workinsanity.net. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and we'll answer them in season three. That's usually the best season, isn't it? Maybe. We'll yeah, see. That's, that's when I'm... the writers finally uh, get their get their groove on. <laughs> yeah. I'm Patrick Beja. You can catch up with me at notpatrick.net. No, notpatrick.com, where you will find the links to all of my shows. And I'm Tom Merritt. You can find me at TomMerritt.com and find both of us at WorkInsanity.net. Talk to you next season. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 